And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And, and how is... Oh, oh shit, sorry. my bad. <laughs> you do your thing. Go ahead. Jump into and we're actually uh, joined by a special guest. We have Eric Serrano, Thank owner you. and uh, CEO of Decora Lights. I like that. Are you guys a corporation? Or are you? I know we are. We, we are a legit corporation. All right, right. CEO. I, well, I got a promotion. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, we're actually um, officially sponsored now by Extreme Action Park. Ooh. So we like to thank Extreme Action Park for the nice location. Yeah. Cool. All fun, no hassle. Yeah. All under one roof. Um. Go ahead and get started. So, Eric, tell us a little bit about your company, Decor Lights. Well, before we get into Decor Lights, I just mm. want to—I got to talk to you guys about something, okay. right? So, uh, we met about a month ago here at at, uh, at uh, Action Park and during the uh, Super Fan Con, right? So, I found out about you guys. Actually, supplied you guys with an amazing Decor Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, started following you. Started listening to the podcast. So, I heard your podcast about uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. And Kev, <laughs> you made a great point about relating it to Jurassic Park. I was excited when I heard that. Then your partner over here says, <laughs> the old one? Bro, I paused it, took the index finger, rewinded it, played it again. The old one? Paused it again. I'm like, man. So I started thinking. I'm like, well, you know what? That came out when I was in college. So we're mm-hmm. talking about between my sophomore and junior years of college. So, yeah, man, it's the old one. Yeah. Your partner <laughs> saved it being PC saying the original. So I thank you. On behalf of the 40-plus people that saw that in their teens, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. What, what, what did you think of Godzilla vs. Kong? You know what? I was impressed. I really was. I thought it was a, it was a good movie. Um, I didn't see Kong Skull Island. I didn't see any of the, the previous ones because mm-hmm. I just I, I didn't feel the vibe when I saw the, uh, the trailers for it. But... I got to tell you, you know what? I was impressed. It really, for me, I got nostalgic because growing up as a kid, I saw the black and white Godzillas, the black yeah. and white King Kong. So to see that like in full color and to see these two guys go at it, I thought it was cool. It's kind of campy at the end where now they're buddies and stuff yeah. like that. But I just, entertainment value-wise, it was a pretty good movie. I'll, I'll give it that much. But yeah, so, but I appreciate you, man, making me feel a lot better about myself here. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my heart, bro. Well, I should have said, I should have said the, uh, the good one. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's that what I should have said. That, that would have been. <laughs> um, so yeah, we met Eric uh, not too long ago at Super Fan Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking around the convention area and I saw a table um, that had these awesome LED lamps. Um, and then I met Eric, and Eric was like super warm, super welcoming. Yeah, uh, just wanted to like shoot the shit about you know pop culture and stuff. And then um, I found out that they actually made custom uh, custom designs yeah. and. Sent him the the logo, and within 24 hours, it was it was made. It was already like Jesus. Yeah. He he actually he. Well, what's what's the word like? Under promise, over deliver. Yes, sir. Because he was like, oh yeah, I, I should have it ready in 48 hours, and like the next morning, day two of the convention, he was like, oh, I got your light. I'm like, no oh way. nice, and it was ready. It was on the table. Well, Very I'm gonna set cool. the story straight. All right, uh-huh. first off, my wife did that. So, yes. honey, um, <laughs> I want to make sure that it's clear and. 
Yeah, listen, I've been in sales for 20 years, so I definitely, you know, I, I, I undersell it so I can surprise people. That's been my, uh, my, little, my little trick of the trade. But listen, it's a great logo. It looks great on the light. We appreciate the support. And, you know, I'm just I'm happy to be here today, guys, talking to you guys about the Coral Lights and also pop culture and things that I love. So let, let's get into it. I'm psyched. Well, let, let, let's start with the Coral Lights. How did the, all this start? All right. Well, the Coral Lights started September of 2020. Um, you know, my wife, my wife and I both in the event business. Mm-hmm. I'm on the catering side. She actually does event printing, okay. uh, invitations and everything for events. Her bread and butter is the bar and bar mitzvah crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, with COVID hitting, there were no events. So, and then my father-in-law, uh, who was retired, was doing Uber. So now there was no Uber. So he's home. He's bored. He wants something to do. Mm-hmm. So he comes to my house, brings me a base. With these little lights, he goes, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, oh, "Let me see." My, my head wasn't really into it. Other things going on. Puts in an insert of uh, a bear. That's cute. Puts in an insert of a moon with stars. That's ah, adorable. Then he puts an insert of the Avengers. I'm like, "Okay, now, 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 <laughs> we got something, my man." And we started a website, did an e-commerce things from different platforms, and started taking off. Then people started requesting, "Well." I would like this. I would like that. Can I have a person? Can you put a name on it? And as we started doing it, more people started talking about us and more sales started coming in. So I started looking at it as, well, what can I do in the corporate side of this? Being in sales for 20 years, yeah. always, you know, you get, you're trying to reinvent the wheel and think of something new. So I reached out to companies and, and podcasts like you guys to say, hey, wouldn't you want to see your logo in lights? And my new tagline that I came up with the other day is, Decoral Lights, we're here to light up what you love. So if you love your logo, we're going to light it up. You want to, there's a particular saying you want to say, we'll light it up. And that's where we kind of came up with it. So it was one of these things where it's, it's funny to tell a story of we started a business in the middle of a pandemic. And here I am today talking about it on a podcast. So I'm, I'm, I'm lucky and I'm blessed at the same time. So it's, it's just been a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Awesome. And uh, what do you see uh, you guys doing you know, you're, uh, let's say five years from now, what do you see the company at? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, right now, I will say and at SuperfanCon was the first time we actually had the product in front of people. So everyone was just buying it online. No one had a chance to really feel it and touch it and play with it. So that's when I knew we had something that was great. Uh, for us, I want to get this, you know what, Everyone had, people have great imaginations. And I want them to challenge us and say, you know what, I want to see this in a light. Or I have, I'm an artist. And I want to see my artwork lit up, um, whether it's animation, whatever it may be. We want to be able to be challenged. So in another five years, honestly, I want to see this in the hands of my sons because I, I will tell you, they were the ones that gave us a lot of input, uh, especially with anime and the different characters and different logos. So, you know, we're kind of building this up for them. They're the future of the Coralites. So, you know, no pressure on them. They better not screw this up on us because we put a lot of time and effort into it. But <laughs> In five years, because my oldest will be 17 this month and my youngest is 13, I think this would be a good start for them to really take it and either run with it or find something that they want to do and have the Coralites kind of be the money backer for that and kind of build up their dream as well. So that's what we're looking at for this business to help my boys in their future. And as you're talking, I can't help but continue to stare at your hat that says Booyah. And I notice every time you sign, mm-hmm. your signature has Booyah in it. I think your Instagram has Booyah in the title. Yeah. What's the story behind that? Well, it says Booyah E um, actually started about 10 years ago. Uh, my wife being in the event business, um, one of the things that we were doing, we were doing custom design T-shirts for the events. And we called it Booyah Graphics. So I was on social media and I was posting pictures and I'm like, you know, add the booyah effect to your event, to your kid's birthday party. And I would sign off booyah, booyah, booyah. So one of my buddies is like, dude, you know what? Going forward, 
I'm calling you Booyah. I said, well, you know what? Listen, and I don't want to step on any toes. You know, rest in peace to Scott. You know, I don't want his people coming after me, but his is with an H. Mine is with an A. <laughs> so we're clear. Um, and the Booyah E just kind of took off, so I kind of became like my little nickname. And you know what? For me, the Booyah effect is being able to just have fun, man. Life is short, and we got to make the best of it. So let's just... The Booyah effect is about lighting up what you love. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, one of the main topics for today's podcast, we're going to be uh, talking about um, what we think so far of the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that's on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. You brought in some lights, I think. Uh, yes, I did. Well, in honor of a great show and in honor of the man that led them to that show, we got Captain America. Oh, very nice. Nice. Nice and lit up. I would this is the real Captain America. This, this is the real the, Captain this America. This isn't the Walker. John Walker. This isn't, yeah. this isn't John yeah. Walker. This isn't, you know, the faux Captain America. Mm-hmm. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Captain America. So I felt it would be nice to pay a little homage to, to the man and bring a little light here for him. So Very cool. Very yeah. nice. And, um, all right, so are you guys all caught up on the uh, show? Yeah, yeah, I'm all caught up yeah. on the show. I think there's what one more episode left. Yes, yeah, for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I know they said that one of the episodes is supposed to be longer than the others. All the other episodes have been like 45, 50 minutes. So I'm thinking that this is probably going to be like an hour thirty, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully, because they got a lot to wrap up. Yeah, they do. So, Pat, what do you think so far? What do you think is going to happen in the last episode? Um, I think it's going to be a big, uh, a big fight episode because. Uh, what what's the name of that uh the red hand not the red hand what's the name of the 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 refugees are they just took over this whole right. this whole embassy full of like uh worldwide leaders yes, yes. so they just took over that whole embassy and uh you see that uh, Sam now you know uh, don't know what he got in that case from Wakanda ah. Don't know, but I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> you know what he got, and I mean, he's been practicing with the shield. Not, not really sure how long that montage took. I mean, he, he could have been practicing for weeks, months. I don't know, but uh, I mean, he's been practicing with the shield, and apparently, like, um, I thought that nobody can really throw that shield, but the shield is light. Like, yeah. it's supposed to be like lighter than air. Kind of, it's light like air, but uh, since the vibranium, like, it could bounce off of different things, kind of stuff. So. And getting hit with it, it it, it hurts yes. kind of stuff. So anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to know how to catch. If you can't catch, uh, you're screwed kind of thing. So um, uh, I think that it's going to be a big battle. And, uh, yo, for some reason, I really believe that John Walker's going to he's going to be involved some way in this battle. Because uh, at the end, I'm not really sure if you saw like the end credits, but he was making his own shield. Yes, which was the first time they actually had an end credit scene. Yeah, I didn't know that. Episodes. I didn't see. Oh, that. you didn't see it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we spoiled it for him. My fault, man. I thought you saw it. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those like it was still rolling, it was All still right, going. Yeah. So I was watching. I'm like, oh, what's this? And he was making his own uh, shield, which is like, oh, come on, man. Like, let it go, dude. <laughs> yeah, get over let it. Let it go, You're done, bro. bro. You're done. <laughs> you, and you know what's funny? I was telling a, a buddy of mine, I'm like, yo, what, what was the thing that, like, ticked him over the edge that made him take the serum, right? I'm like, was it the, the fact that he got beat up by uh, those women? And uh, I was like, you know what? I think it was his friend who also got his ass whooped, but... I said, me, knowing me as a friend, I'd have been like, man, she really whooped your ass, bro. Yeah. 
<laughs> said, you should have saw yourself, man. You look like a fool. Yeah. I said, I know I was getting ass, my ass whooped, but, you know, I was helping you. So it was just funny. You had it coming, and he must have just been, like, so eaten up by that that he, you know, he just took the serum kind of thing. And I was, I don't know, man. That whole that whole little scene, that this whole thing makes me second-guess myself because I'm always thinking, like, oh, you know what? Um, I would take the serum. And I understand why John Walker killed that guy. And that's why I'm like, I should never be Captain America. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I would never take the serum. I would never do any of that stuff because I am John Walker. Not the racist now, part, now but you no, know, now the notice. whole, like, <laughs> anger. Like, I feel that shit. <laughs> now, notice his friend, uh, Walker's friend, uh, did tell him in, in one of the previous episodes, like, oh, but the serum is basically just making like it's adding more of you into you like yeah whatever you are it's yeah. just multiplying it times 10 so it's like yeah no nah, john walker was he was a, a bad soldier. person bro yeah he was yeah, he, yeah. He's got that rage yeah he was a bad soldier and on top of that you knew that uh whatever he was going to do like like when he was gonna take the soldier you already you, the serum you already knew that he was gonna be a bad person just because based off what his friend uh said that he said yo what am i and he said, "Oh, you you got a you got a purple heart. You got all I'm like, nah, man. That's not that's not who you are, dude. Who you are is like that anger, that angry person that uh that wants to like just be in control of everything. That's the person that you are. You he even said that he did some questionable things when they were overseas doing things, like when they had to do get just to get the mission done. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, that right there, that's not what Captain America is all about. Like, this dude is." Like, he's so selfless that, I mean, he's so selfless that he took the serum and it just enhanced who he was. They they had to take out the whole thing about, like, uh, the serum not only enhanced who you are, but it also enhanced your looks. They, they took that out because yeah. when uh, Red Skull took it, it turned him into the Red Skull mm-hmm. because, you know, he's evil and yeah. vindictive and all the other stuff. When Captain America took it, it turned him into this big... Like strong person, everything that you have in yourself it shows out. And then the the guy who uh, transformed the the new serum, he said, "Yeah, I got rid of all that. Yeah. Now it just enhances whatever you are, kind of mm-hmm. thing." Which is like, okay, I get it. But yeah, man, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this last episode, man. I'm 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 highly invested yeah. right now. <laughs> and what about you, Eric? What 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 do you think so far? And what do you think is going to happen? Well, I like it because number one, mm. it's for the first time ever. Like Spider Man Far from um, Far from Home talked about the blip, mm-hmm. but it was more about in relations to Spider Man dealing with not having Tony Stark. Around. Yeah. This show is really showing how the blip affected the world, the planet. Which I love. I think it's one of those things where, you know, Marvel didn't just put it under the rug. Oh, yeah, everybody came back. Woo, we're happy. That's yeah. it. It's, it's back to the way it was. No, things happen, and you're seeing how it's affecting so many people. Not just, you know, in government, but in households and with Sam and with Bucky as well. You see how it, it's affecting them. So I like that part. I like the show, too, because it's kind of gives me a feel of, like, a, a buddy cop type mm-hmm. deal and I kind of related to uh, Lethal Weapon yeah what I like about it is that both characters have a little bit of the Danny Clover character and also the Mel Gibson character especially Bucky with the PTSD and then piggybacking on your point you know Captain America Steve Rogers was a guy from Brooklyn shout mm-hmm. out to Brooklyn um, so and he was a humble guy and that was what the serum brought out of him 
where you're right with John Walker, you know, he was a military guy. Yeah. You don't know what kind of PTSD he was going through. Yeah. You know, so when he took that serum, all of a sudden the rage came out. I think it's going to be an epic fight scene between uh, Bucky and and Sam and this guy. I think it's going to be awesome. And I just, I just got this feeling that someone's going to come in and just completely put a, a wrench into this thing to really spin it off either into one of the movies or into what's going to happen for, uh, for the upcoming season, if there's going to be a season two. So I'm definitely vested in it like you are. I think it's going to be a good ending. Good so, ending. so do you think that for sure the PTSD is what made Walker, like, Captain, like Steve Rogers didn't experience that because he took the serum before going yeah. into war. Mm-hmm. Do you think Walker would have had the same effect if he you took the serum before going into war? So you think of Captain America would have taken would have taken the serum after war? Well, like would no, nah, but his whole life was trauma. Oh, you're right. Because remember, he got picked on, he got beat up because he was the smallest kid. He was the smallest dude, and right. yo, uh, he lost his his whole family. Mm-hmm. From either they got like uh, they went to war, they died, or they got uh, what's that disease? What's that uh, sickness? He said it in the movie. He said uh, she couldn't kick it, like his mom got sick like that. And dude, to show that uh, he's still willing to fight and still wanted to go to war, even though it's like, bro, there's a high chance that you're gonna die just getting in there, kind of thing. Because he lost his whole family, and you know uh, he had all these different like sicknesses and. Uh, yeah, asthma, all everything that you could think down the list, just go down it. He he had it all, and he still wanted to do it. So I don't know. I think just his person, him him, his person, is like he's one out of a billion people, bro. Like there's no possible way that you can find like a better candidate for the serum than him. I know some people are saying like, oh well, um, the leader of the rebellion, her, like she she has her she has a like a Captain America element to it. Like, nah, but she's like at least 85% because she's still willing to kill. Yeah. Dog, she punched that dude right in the chest yeah. and you heard it crack. Yes. So it was like, oh yeah, he's dead. And then he hit the wall like, yeah. She did that. I know she, she thought about it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's still like, she still has that, uh, she still has that killer instinct that uh, not so stable the world is wrong me, so I'm going to wrong the world kind of thing. That's what she had. Um, so my favorite thing about this show um, is the fact that Marvel and Disney, I got to give it up to Disney yeah. for having the balls in covering the racial mm-hmm. undertones in yeah. the episode. Mm-hmm. It's happened numerous times where, you know, when, when, the, when they were making Fantastic Four and they said Michael B. Jordan was going to play Human Torch. And everybody went crazy because, like, no, Human Torch can't be black. Like, that, no, look at the comic book. And, and and it's almost like all these comic book companies are were afraid to confront that or bring it up or which, talk which about it. Which is funny because, like, in comic books, like, the history of comic books, they always talk about, like, those kind of things. Like, touchy issues. They, they're always constantly bringing up. The whole thing about the mutants in X-Men is that, yeah, there are... They are a small minority. They're they're a small minority group in the world, full of just like regular people. These people are being like prosecuted, like attacked for just being born, kind of thing. But there's a lot of ignorant people that don't get that. Yeah, they don't see that. And I and I and I'm actually glad that Disney kind of like covered that. Like, no, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about 
why it is wrong to think that, yeah, Captain America has to be white. All these superheroes have to be white. When uh, when the Falcon, um, when Sam met, uh, what was the gentleman's name? Um, who was who also had the super serum and ended up going to prison? I think his name was Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah. yeah, Isaiah. Like I loved that entire oh, interaction. That I yeah. almost started crying when he was telling his story, yeah. and like I was like, "That thank That's you, deep. like yeah, th- yeah. thank yeah. you for Yo, he, covering this." He did like, the same exact thing that Captain America did in the first movie. Yeah. He went. He went to go get his uh, people who was in the POW camp, brought them back, and then he went to jail for thirty years for it. Yeah. I was Crazy. like, "Wow." And it's like it's almost like okay, well, maybe that's the reason why there are more white superheroes than there are, you know, superheroes of, of, of a minority background or you mm-hmm. know people of color or anything like that. And I love that. I love the fact that they actually had the guts to like, no, let's let's confront this this topic head on and let's let's actually create a discussion around it. And um, I love that. I, I loved all of that. Um, Zemo. Fantastic! Oh, yeah, great! I mean, fantastic! What a great you just actor! Can't read yeah. him, like which and I love that. I love that. And I love that. His cadence, man. His cadence yeah. is oh. kind of like it's off a little bit. I'm like, is he voiceover in this? It doesn't seem like it's his voice, <laughs> but I mean, like his his demeanor of how he gets like results. I didn't know that he was that that much of a badass. Like I remember him from uh, uh, Civil War, and I was like, okay. He orchestrated the whole like Avengers to like and basically he has no turn on each other. He's yeah. just a guy <laughs> to a, like it. to turn on each other. And I was like, okay, he did that. That's that's pretty cool. But I didn't know that he was like this involved kind of thing. Like, I'm like, oh snap. Oh, you got a history. I thought, you know, you just lost your family, but no, yeah, you are yeah, yeah you are you're dangerous, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and um now what I look forward to in the next episode, um obviously I think uh Julia uh Dreyfus is going to play um, someone from Hydra. Yeah, um, I, 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 the same I, thing, I yeah. think I, I think the rumor is she's going to play Madame uh, Hydra. Like, I think yeah, um, that's that's the character's name. Um, in the comic books, John Walker, uh, his character ends up becoming a character named U.S. Agent. Yeah, um, who's on that borderline of like anti-hero villain, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. That that whole thing reminds me of. Um, I don't know if you saw the the Suicide Squad, yeah, the the new one, yes, yeah, yeah. the John Cena character, yes, yeah. I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, uh, John Walker is like uh, the guy from the Boys. What's the I forgot the name of uh, this the the, the, the oh, ho- uh, Homelander? Yeah, Homelander. Yeah. But it's like, nah, he's not that yeah. guy because he's not like he he's he's not like selfish like that guy. He's more like uh, that John Cena character in Suicide Squad, where it's like. In the trailer, he said that I don't care how many women, children, or kids I have to kill in order to get justice. I'll do what I have to do. And I was like, that is crazy. Yeah, is that's, crazy. And that's what I think John Walker's going to be. It's like, yo, I'm going to get the job done no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, mission accomplished kind of thing. And I think that's what the serum, like, it, it amplified. Yes. So that's why I think he's going to go. That's why I think his head's going to be at. Did you guys notice uh, the, the the little Easter egg that was... It wasn't in this episode. It was in the last episode before this one, the the city that they traveled to. Uh, you talking about that? fictional city? Yeah. So that is actually supposed to be a reference to X-Men. Yes, so it was actually in Wolverine. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wolverine. So yeah. in the comic books, Wolverine <laughs> hangs out at that city. Like, that's where he goes to, like, hide away from the world. Yeah. And, like, he goes to the bars there. Like, they even... 
the bar that he loves to go to is actually shown like in the background yeah, in one really? of the shots. Yeah. yeah so, so a lot of people damn. are like, a lot of people are saying like maybe they're hinting like, yo, they're getting closer nah, and closer man. to the mutants, man. Yeah, I, and WandaVision kind of did the same thing too. Yeah. Like they they were hinting at it. You know, that's the thing that I like. I like about this show. I like. I love WandaVision, but I love. I love the the talks about this show rather than WandaVision because every talk about WandaVision was about like, ooh, they're setting up for the X Men. You know, they're uh, ooh, they're setting up for a movie, maybe this and that kind of stuff. Well, this show right here, people were talking about like. What just took place at that last episode? Yeah. How's that going to affect this episode? There's nothing about like future episodes that or future movies that are being talked about. It's just like how good this episode is, and it reminds me of a um, of a time of uh, when people were watching Game of Thrones. Even though I didn't watch it, but you know I was around the conversations. And people were just talking about like, yo, I can't believe that the Red Wedding just happened and all these people are dying. Uh, who's going to be the next, like, lead and all this. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. But, yeah, that, that's, that's it's interesting. It's it's really interesting <laughs> kind of thing. And I really do like uh, this right here. I'm not really sure where this is supposed to take place around, uh, like, WandaVision. Like, does he know what happened to Wanda and everything or no? Like, I don't, I'm not sure how Sam and Bucky are involved with the whole Avengers, like, I think it's too. Ser- I think WandaVision is taking its down its own path, mm-hmm. and that's more the sci-fi. Because for me, I'm looking as much as we're watching a comic book show with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I don't feel like I am WandaVision. I felt like I am. Yeah, but with this one, I feel like I'm watching like a compelling, mm-hmm. you know, spy show that mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen next, and that's why I'm I'm liking uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier over WandaVision because it is really putting us into the place of. The Avengers into the place of you know the after effect of Endgame with you know when Tony Stark snapped the finger where we're at right now, where WandaVision is basically where is Wanda yeah. because you know she lost the most yeah. of everyone which was her true love and kind of bringing it's kind of sad in a way but kind of trying to bring back what she lost by utilizing her power so I think you know Falcon and Winter Soldier has this more in the real life where WandaVision has this, which is in, you know, the sci-fi, which I love as well. Yeah. But I'll ask you one question. You mentioned about um, the throwing of the shield. Mm-hmm. All right, it's kind of popping into my head. Can you name the characters in the movies that have thrown the shield? Who have thrown the shield? Yeah. Um, Black Widow? Uh, Sam? Mm-hmm. Bucky? Uh, who else have th- Oh, uh, can I say Thor? He hit it with a hammer. He hit it with the hammer. He didn't throw it. He didn't throw it. Okay, that's not counting. Uh, Spider-Man? Did he throw he, it? He caught it. He caught it, okay. Uh, Actually, he took it and caught it. And I think that's it. Nope. No. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Age of Ultron. Yes, he did. He when threw Ultron it at... He throws it to... Uh, to, to Captain America. America yeah. Captain America. Oh, yeah. He I did. told you, man, there's a lot of stuff going on up there. <laughs> don't ask me about current events. I don't know what's going on. Bro. You get me into this stuff, man? I know yeah, everything he, and everything. Oh, my God. He did throw it. Threw it at him. It's when uh, Ultron first appeared, and yeah. he threw it at him. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> so anybody can throw that thing, man. <laughs> I want to give it a whirl, man. Just see if I can uh, get that thing past the football field, maybe. <laughs> Don't worry about throwing it, catching it. That's the one thing that. <laughs> Know, yeah, the, the, the that whole little like something's, they, gonna, something's gonna pop, something's gonna pop. Yeah, because they put it in, there, they put their hand in the strap, man. Yeah, and exactly, it's like, that's how you're catching it. Like that timing needs to be. Even though Sam caught it, yeah, he caught it like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that montage. I don't want to say anything. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to work out after the show. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, man, that. And did you notice his running? Mm. Did you notice how he ran? He was running 
on the right side. Think oh, back. snap. I'm telling you, dude, to... I got way too much time on my hand. My wife's going to be like, what are you doing? There? You, you're thinking about all this stuff. But on, on your left, on your left, watch it again. He's constantly... So the camera, so he was on camera, he was on camera right? Mm-hmm. Show left? Yeah, that that is, uh... oh, snap, man. That's pretty dope, man. It's pretty deep, right? Yeah. See? I have way too much time on my hand. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. When, when they did that, they must have been like, oh, yeah. There it that's is. it. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's it. I was, I'm like, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Mind you, I was watching it yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Family's asleep. Yeah. A cup of coffee in hand. I'm like, well, I got. This is my time. This is dad time. This is booyah time to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sat down. I was like, that's awesome. And then when it was over, I said, you know what? I've seen him running and working out. I'm gonna go work out, man. I'm pumped. Let's go get it. Oh man, that is awesome, man. That is, that is, that's pretty dope. Uh, I got I got one question that just came up to mind because you were talking about uh, the fact that the blip happened and people were coming back. Do you think that Tony did the right thing for bringing everybody back? Because you remember when she was saying that uh, everybody was working together when, you know, everybody, half the population was gone. Mm-hmm. Everybody was working together. It was like everybody was in unison. And then out of nowhere, everybody comes back. And then it's like, oh, yeah, your house that you had, yeah, that thing is gone. That, that neighbor you hated is yeah, back. back. Is back. <laughs> well, like in, uh, in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, mm-hmm. Aunt May says it. She came back, and there's somebody else in her apartment. <laughs> so so <laughs> it's like. Just, that's not your home anymore. So yeah. now you got to find a new place to live. You're out. Yeah. You know, oh. they, they, they sign a lease. You're done. You're out. <laughs> You're out, yeah. It's been real, May, but you got to go. You know? Oh, so my. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, it, it makes me think, like, ah, oh, maybe that was not. So are you saying Thanos was right? Oh, no. Nah, you know what? I'm not going to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole because, you know, he was his his uh, his intentions were right. But uh, what they say, his execution was wrong. Yeah. That's the thing that was wrong that, about that's it. That's what made him so evil was the fact that he knew, like, in his mind, like, no, what I'm doing is right. And that's yeah. what the best villains are the ones that truly believe that what they're doing is for the greater good. Because yes. like, that's what makes them even, even more evil. But, yeah, I could understand that frustration of, like, now everyone's back. And it's like, you got to explain to them, yo, 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 just so you know, things have been actually working out well. Don't fuck this shit <laughs> Don't, up. Yeah, listen, dude, whatever ideas you the, had five years ago, yeah. that was still five years ago. The yeah. ocean is cleaner now. Yeah. Don't fuck it up, please. That's right, man. Like, that's it. You know, yeah. I, go, I go to the supermarket. There's enough food there. You know, there's no, yeah. there, no like, lines. There's, oh there's no God. traffic. Palmetto is beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cruising down the Palmetto. No problem. That's awesome. But now... Everybody's everybody's back. everybody's back, and it's like, oh man! Oh, and you gotta think that there's gonna be more people in the world because I mean, during the five years, you know, people people are getting it in, kind of thing. So that means that the population is gonna be even more denser. I don't know, man. I think maybe Tony should have said like, I, I gotta add a little extra, maybe like, uh, maybe a little, maybe a second planet or something. I don't know. That he had to do something, but he didn't. He just said, let me just add everybody that we lost. And that was it. And See, it just seems like this they problem. They should have had a meeting. They should have sat down and said, okay, <laughs> let's write a list. Pros and cons. Yeah. Who do you want to bring back? Who needs to really stay? Yeah. You know, and then, well, there's a guy who owes me 20 bucks. All right, well, bring him back. Bring him back. Almost $20, and then we can figure out something. <laughs> we can, on. yeah, get rid of him. But it's, it's true. It's like, you know, once they, the, the blip, you know, it's like things, and you're seeing it. That's what I like about the show. It's like, it's not all paradise. Yeah. And everyone is happy to have everyone back. Now, there's a lot going on. And how do we fix it? And I think that's what's going to really open it up, hopefully, to whatever the future is going to be, whether TV shows or in the movies, that they have to address it. 
Yeah. As much as it was, it sucked that we lost half of you know of, of the population. But now you brought them back. Now how do we handle that? How do yeah. we deal with that? So it's you know it's gonna be a little psychological drama too. Think about it, man. Mm-hmm. When I left, and you know this guy was was younger than me. Now he's either my age or older than me. Well, what, yeah. What's going on here? You know. So Oof. it's it's rough, man. Sorry. Well, now we brought down the. No, I didn't bring it down. We're still here, man. We're still there. We're still here. Next topic: uh, the the trailer for F nine, Fast and Furious nine, recently came out. Uh, What are are you guys expecting from this? Um, Outlandish. It's going to be an outlandish movie. Nothing's going to make any sense. If you're talking about physics, but I'm not a physics teacher or, uh, I mean, I can't do physics on paper if somebody asked me to, to save my life. So I'm going to roll with everything that's happening. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, uh, I already know that uh, Vin Diesel is uh, basically God in this world. (laughs) Everybody who he's around is going to be God, so they're not going to die. Because guess who came back? This guy, uh, Han, Han came back and it's like, the hell? (laughs) Like, oh, I thought you were dead, bro. So you, you, they, they had this whole thing going on that uh, you died and you're supposed to be, the movie that you died in is supposed to be like the last of the series and all the fan, all the Fast and the Furious movies are supposed to not be like in, in the correct order. You're supposed to see them in like one, then you watch three, then you watch two, then you watch four, then you watch five kind of thing just so you can make it make sense because they put you in all these other movies and you died in part two. So... I don't know, man. That's why I'm like, I'm rolling. This whole time I thought you were dead, and now you're not, man. (sighs) Justin Lin, bro. Here's what pisses me off about that is that, all right, Shaw killed him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, you killed my friend, Mm -hmm. but uh, now we're cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. But now he's back. But did you die? Where did you go? What did you do? Well, do we even know if it's really him? It could be a a twin brother. Or a twin brother. Or because these guys are going off into space, it could be a clone. Yeah. Listen, oh maybe God, he was dude. part of the blip. Be, you know, <laughs> and came you know, back. Dom's family is untouchable. Yeah. But Han, yeah, you're a little shaky. You're out, buddy. Nah. Yeah. Oh my Don't God, expect man. too much. I gotta, I, 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 yeah, it's, I think, it, you know, you had the first one, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, they pivoted uh, by the third one, uh, Tokyo Drift, and then they turned it into a heist movie. Five. That's Fast when they did five. it. Fast Five That's is when they, five, yeah. when they, now they're going into space. I do gotta give them credit for like, we're gonna extend this nine movies long. Yeah, this movie about cars. Is this the last one? Hopefully, I don't think. So, but here's what I love, and listen, I like Vin Diesel. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, he's not a thespian in, in any shape of the a form. Mm. But the first one came out. He yeah. was fighting with the producers about the script. I mean, he, he's when it comes to production, he's awesome at. It. I'll give him credit. He's mm. really good at that. And then they came out with the second one. He read the script. He goes, "No, no, no, I'm out." Because he says, I don't want to be part of something that's too sequel-ish. Tokyo Drift came out. He did that cameo at the end. Then I think all... And then he came back for uh, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And it did amazing in the box office. And listen, let's call a spade a spade. It sounded like the guy was knocking out million-dollar movies outside of uh, Pitch Black. That's basically it. Yeah. So I think he found his cash cow. Because outside of that, Pitch Black, and then Groot, he's Fast Five, do or die. So I think if they keep telling him, listen... <laughs> Here's a check. Come up with something. I read an article. Somebody said, hey, listen, why not go old and do Jurassic Park? 
sure, let's take on some dinosaurs. Why not? You know, let's let's go in a time machine. Let's let's find Doc Brown. <laughs> let's get the DeLorean. Let's knock it out. Who knows what they're gonna do? But it's gonna be fun. I'll tell you that much. It's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. Even though the Cena thing about him being the brother, I'm not too sold on. Yeah, that. I'm like, hmm. yeah, that's weird. I'm like, so he's like, your brother? Isn't Vin Diesel supposed to be like Hispanic in the movie? No, I thought he's. Uh, well, the, I was. Ta- I was yeah, thinking he, about he in he real life. About, he talks about in the movie. I think in one of the movies, growing up in the in the Dominican Republic. He okay. Talks about DR. Well, one of yeah, the movies, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Because I was going off of what he really is. He's Italian, right? He's Italian in real life. Yeah, yeah but, but in he, the movie, he's supposed to be Dominican. Okay. And okay. John Cena. Okay. Cool. Bro. And John Cena's supposed to be. They're gonna have the. As long as they don't give him brown. I'm gonna need a five minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna need a five minute. Like just back and forth of how how are they related? Like maybe the same father. And yo, I guarantee it that if the next movie is gonna have Vin Diesel's father, and it's probably gonna be Liam Neeson. Think about it, because uh, they got they got a uh, Helen Marin in the movie. Why not get a? Uh, so Liam is the Neeson? fast. Uh, franchise is going to turn into another Expendables? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Yeah. That's what it is. But I mean, like, so like he's going to come in as the uncle? Yeah. It's going to be like uh, Expendables for the newer generation? Yeah. It's, Wesley it's, Snipes is going to come in as uh, as uh, Ludacris' uh, father. Isn't yeah. Gonna play oh, that my night? God, uh, dude. It's, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, though. Uh, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Now, if they make it where at the end of the movie, all of a sudden, Cena and, and Vin Diesel's characters are all buddy-buddy, no. I don't want to see that. I want to see these guys battle it out. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, you know, we were misunderstood as brothers. I'm an only child, so I don't know what it is to have a brother, but still, <laughs> I can see that, that that's going to be a bunch of bullshit if they make these guys all nice and nice at the end. Like, go big or go home. I mean, but uh, John Cena's reasons for wanting to, what, kill Vin Diesel, it doesn't seem justified because he said, oh, you know, you're always number one. You're always number one. I was always the second fiddle or something like that, and now is my time. So it's like, okay, so... Like a Goonie situation right now. Is our time is is our time down here? I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, bro, just do your own thing, man. Yeah, man. The planet is the planet. You got the whole planet, bro. You just leave him alone. Let him take this uh hemisphere, you take that one. And it's like, just leave him alone. But nah, I wanna kill him. It's like it's a bit much, man. It's your blood, right? Technically. Or you know, it's probably gonna be one of those brothers like, yo, we, we grew up together kind of thing in the same neighborhood and Dominican Republic. Can you imagine John Cena in Dominican Republic? That's a wild thought. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wild it's, thought. You know there's gonna be a couple of flashbacks <laughs> in there. I got I just wanna see how these two like got to know each other and why they don't like each other. Yeah. Oh, I, wonder, I, I wonder if someone's gonna make a joke about the whole like um now they were making fun of of Vin Diesel and uh, The Rock uh, with like the whole like wrestling with like baby lotion, baby yeah. oil on. If there's gonna be like a now a, a threesome between <laughs> them and John Cena wrestling with like baby oil, yeah, man. And I want to see if Han is going to try to kill. Um, was it Hops? Not Hops. What's that other dude? Uh, Stacy. Yeah, Shaw. Because I'm like, yo, you tried to kill me. It's not like. I hope they both don't end up at the same barbecue. Oh. That'll just be weird. Oh, that's that. Oh man, you tried to kill me. I didn't. Ooh. Are we friends? Are we enemies? What's yeah, going so, on? You know, where's Hobbs and all this? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, everybody tried to kill each other. Family, <laughs> but but they're family though, right? It's, it's family. And, you know, Jesus family, they got Christ. problems sometimes. Right? <laughs> Wait, you said who? You said who should be the dad? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. You know who I think they will probably throw in to play their dad? Who? Bruce Willis. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing a lot of uh, wild movies lately. I can see that. 
Liam uh, Bruce Willis. I can see that. He's got bald head. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that over uh, Liam Neeson. Who would you think? Got me with the Bruce Willis one. You know, I mean, <laughs> Liam Neeson would be would be cool because he's just a classy guy. Yeah. And just come in and just look at him like, you know, really, this is what you're about. You yeah. Know? And then he's just quote and taken, and then we're all gonna be screwed up. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, Bruce might be the guy, man. Bruce could be the guy. Unless you want to really go really far fetched and bring in Samuel L. Jackson, he can really tear some shit up, man. <laughs> I would I would go to the theaters to watch that movie. Yeah. If it was Actually, Samuel Jackson, I would want yeah. Samuel Jackson to be uh, Ty- uh, Tyrese's father. That would be hysterical because oh, yeah. he would tear him up. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. That, that'll be that'll be fucking hilarious. Vin, Vin, <laughs> I hope you're listening, bro. Take down notes. And send us a check, buddy. All right. Hook it up. Hook it up. Oh my god. Man. And next up, another trailer that we've been uh, watching uh, nonstop has been Mortal Kombat. Ah, Mortal Kombat. Funny you should mention Mortal Kombat. Oh. But wait, there's more. Oh, that's Ooh, nice. nice. That's really nice. Sorry, Cap, I'm going to put you in the back. Take a break a little bit. So, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's out. It's... Oh, I like it. Oh, that's an 11 in the yep. middle? That is dope. I thought it was just an MK. I'm like, no, that, that. it looked like something. <laughs> it's an 11. I like that. Oh, my God, man. That is dope. And you, well, you made this, like, last night? No, we've oh. actually we had, oh, we, had, we had it for Super Fan Con, oh. and um, when the trailer came out, my my boys came in. You got to do Mortal Kombat. Trailer <laughs> came out. You got to do it. So we did it, and yeah, man, that's that's what it looks like, and we getting a lot of good feedback from it. So we're excited about it. I know people are picking this thing up. You know, Mortal Kombat is like one of those fighting games that uh, I'm never. I'm never, I'm not a fan of like fighting games and stuff, but I would watch somebody like you know compete in Mortal Kombat like. For hours, yo. Just watch people just just fight because it's like, oh snap, uh, okay. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> you just see some like like some moves and you're like, ooh, that hurts. It's like watching a horror movie when you see like a a cool kill, but you see a cool kill like every five seconds when you're watching yeah. Mortal Kombat. Now, have you played the original? I'm sorry, the old game. Yeah, have you played the old. Game? <laughs> I have played the old game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, that was revolutionary for its time. I mean, mm-hmm. Like real life people in there yeah. in a video game. So, and what I like about the trailer is they, in my opinion, anyway, they're they're keeping it true. It seems like they're keeping it true to the game, mm-hmm. where the other two films that came out back in the day really. Yeah, just it was bad. You know, like the the director has said that. Um, one, he's keeping true to the, to the fatalities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the fatalities that we remember the most from the games will be seen in the movie. Um, but who are they going to kill? They're going to kill each other. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because in the original movies, uh, there was that one time that you see um, Sub Zero fighting just some random guy who comes out of, comes out of the the flock, yeah. and you know he's over here training and you know doing his little flex and like oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna whoop you up and then. Sub-Zero just freezes him. So you see Sub-Zero, you know how they do like a, oh, just to show you how powerful I am, I'm just going to kill some random dude. Up some there. random yeah. dude, boom. And then, okay, this guy has powers kind of thing. You know, they do that in movies. They did it in Suicide Squad when they killed uh, Zip Tie. What's his name? Slipknot. 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 <laughs> Zip Tie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's the next one. That's, that's, the, next, the, next yeah, that's the next guy. When they killed <laughs> Slipknot. Yeah, it was like he just showed up. Hey, yeah, I'm Slipknot. I'm out of here. Boom. Show that, okay, she means business kind of thing. I wonder if they're going to do that in this movie right here. 
I know I just I know in the trailer they show you uh, Jax getting his arms ripped off by Sub-Zero, which was pretty cool. Never thought they were going to show that on the screen at all. But, I mean, this thing got an R rating, right? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. R rating. It almost got an NC-17. Like, they, like he, was, he was really skating on the edge of, He like, didn't want it? He didn't want an NC-17? No, I think, I think he overall wanted to go rated R. Um, you know, this goes back to a conversation that we had uh, off pod when you were saying, like, everything is going to, like, uh, Stream, streaming and yeah. stuff. I think when it goes to streaming, man, like this whole rating no system, barred. no holes barred. Yeah, no streaming. Listen, especially if you want to make it a good story, yeah, and you want to keep it real. Listen, no holes barred, man. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I got no problem with that. Listen, Justice League did it. Yeah, you know, listen, when Batman dropped the f bomb, like, Yo, really? Yeah. Wow, Batman dropped the f bomb. Look at that. But it's real, man. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let's go. You gonna you gonna tell me that Batman's driving a Batmobile and gets hit? Ah, shit, man. I got to fix that crap when I get back to the Batcave. And Alfred's like, you know, really, Master Bruce? I got to fix this shit? You got to get this shit together, (laughs) man. Really? All this money, and you got me putting this shit together? You can't get a crew up in here? That's keeping it real. I think the streaming service is going to definitely open up the doors big time for content when it comes to these movies. Yeah, man. So... Him just skating in C seventeen, I'm like, just go for it, dude. Yeah, man, go big. Like, and um, the it, it seems like w- with the older movies, um, you had all the battles going on and everything, but the the main story focused on the the good guys. It seems like this one, the good guys are kind of like in the background, yeah. and like the real story is the whole story, but the, the feud between Scorpion and Sub Zero. Yeah. Okay. So I got to ask you guys: Are you Team uh, Scorpion or Team Sub Zero? Uh, Sub Zero, yeah, man. Scorpion, Scorpion is the one. Uh, His family was uh, like killed, right? Yeah. It was slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, right? By Sub Zero, right? By Sub Zero's uh, brother, or was it him? I know it. It looks like it's gonna be by Sub Zero. Like it Wait, looks like the. Is this off of the old? Mortal Kombat uh, YouTube video? Original. No. Okay. Saying old, man. My bad. The, old, no, no, the original. No, no, he's not talking about the game. He's not talking about the game. <laughs> it was when they did came out like. Did you watch the YouTube series? No. It came out in like yeah. uh, no. 2011, like 2010. 2010, that uh, some guy made a series on YouTube and then he he was supposed to make a movie, but then it like, like nah, it's not happening. And now they came out with this movie. And I'm not sure. I think it was called Mortal Kombat Legacy. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, this guy created a short film. Mm -hmm. He was able to hire, like, pretty good actors. Like, he had um, Michael Jai White. Yeah. Uh, He had, I forget the names of the other actors, but he actually had some A-listers in there. He made a short, like, 15-minute long, you know. And he made it grounded, realistic. Uh, Reptile was actually, like, uh, a... A dude who used to he like he had like a skin disease that made yeah. him look like a reptile, but uh, he, he would eat, eat the heads of his victims. Wow. Yeah, um, Baraka was actually a surgeon who actually implanted the knives in his hands, um, right, and and, and, and a yeah, lot of executives cool, saw it. It got so many hits on YouTube that a lot of executives saw it and said, "You know what? We're going to give you a series. We'll give you a budget." And he actually turned it into like. I think like one or two seasons, like yeah. fifteen episodes each oh, season. Like that. actually, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, but no, I, I don't think this is not the same thing. Is, I yeah. thought this was the same thing. I'm like, oh, okay, so he made a movie. That's why I'm like, ah oh, man, it's like ten years too late, bro. Because you know, I was, I you know, I'm basically like a more combat out. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, we're in the pandemic and stuff. But if this is like a brand new kind of take, um, 
I'm with it, man. I've seen the trailer multiple times. I saw the in in seven. No, not in seven. The, the I saw I, actually the first time I saw it was the uh, the red band. The uh, red band trailer. trailer. Yeah, I saw that one, and I was like, okay, that gets you. That scene that really gets you excited because they're really going in for it, which mm-hmm. I think they need to do. They're keeping it true to the game. Yeah. You know, don't make it realistic because. Right now, reality is kind of eh, it's kind of yeah. wonky. You know, we want to get into that fantasy. So I think if they're going to keep it exactly. as gory and violent as the game is, then listen, go for it, man. Knock it out of the park. Let's yeah. do it. I want to know it. how like uh, Scorpion's going to like recuperate after getting like that fucking blood ice spike in his shoulder. Like you can't recuperate after that. I mean, you're going to be out for at least a couple of months, probably a year, because when he took that, I was like, yeah, there's no. There's no coming back after that, man. I'm out. The competition's <laughs> over, bro. I am Team Scorpion only because um, I love the actor. Uh, Hiroyuki Sonata um, is the guy that plays Scorpion. He was in um, The Wolverine. He was in The Last Samurai. He was also in The Avengers Endgame. He was the guy that was, that fought uh, Ronin or Hawkeye when wow. they were in Japan. Yeah. Remember oh, that, okay. that sword fight yeah. in the rain? Great actor. Yeah. Fantastic you actor. You know, I hated that that should have been in, like... I would have watched a whole uh, season of just him going to, like, different, like, gangs and then just killing people. I would watch a whole season of just Hawkeye doing that just because it's like, oh, so they took my family and all these bad people are still here? All right, cool. (laughs) So I would watch a whole season of uh, basically just that. And on top of that, just to put, like, a little little bit more seasoning on it, add Punisher to the mix. So it's both of them going around. Just so killing Disney bought back. Disney bought back all those, those those shows from Netflix. But I got a question: Is it true that Feige said that, um, what you call it, uh, Daredevil is not canon anymore? Not, this is what I was told. I got. I didn't look it up. I didn't look it up. I got. Somebody told me that. Yeah. Uh, those Netflix show anything that doesn't have have his name on it that he didn't do. Is not canon anymore. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that's he true. didn't do Deadpool. He didn't do uh, Daredevil. So it's not canon. But Deadpool is not not, not Deadpool. He didn't do uh, Daredevil. But Daredevil is going to be in a new Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. movie. It's almost like he's kind of so. I think in the new Spider-Man movie, he's going to travel to new dimensions, like yeah. different dimensions, and. At some point, it's going to enter the Netflix di- dimension of Marvel and 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 see those characters. Like I think they should, man. I, yeah. I like the yeah. series. I mean, listen, yeah. Luke Cage was awesome. Yeah, uh, was it Jessica Jones? I, yeah. I like that. And um, Iron Fist. I like the premise of the show. Yeah, I wasn't sold on the actor that was playing uh, Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. I wasn't sold on him. Never. He never did martial arts in his life, and they just threw him in there. Yeah, it was that was that was kind of that's weird. that's when they went uh, they went screwy with that. And then they brought them together as the Defenders, which I thought was a great little miniseries. I would mm. love to see that kind of incorporated into the into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it needs to be. I mean, they're good characters. Yeah. You know, I love Daredevil. As long as it's not the Affleck Daredevil, if they're going to use this Daredevil, mm. I think it's going to be fantastic. I think it's a good actor. Fit the bill perfectly. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with these uh, Netflix shows. I, yeah. I personally like them. Yeah, man. Um, recently... Um What's it? Molina, the the gentleman who played Doc Ock. Oh, Alfred Molina. Alfred yeah. Molina. 
Um, he did confirm that his character yes. is going to be in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, and Jamie Foxx, uh, Electro is going to be yeah. Yeah. in it as well, which I'm intrigued to see. I, mean, I would love to see, uh, once again, Tobey Maguire, who's the original Spider-Man. Yeah. Andrew Garfield, in my opinion, they didn't do him justice. That's the best as Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. I felt, and I, I enjoyed the first one. The second one, the way they killed off Gwen Stacy was weak. Yeah. Well, you didn't like it? Ah, man, that was weak. I felt that that was... I mean, listen, she fell. Yeah. He stopped her with the web. Mm-hmm. And she died. She Come on, bro. Right. Really? That that was weak. That, I thought it was... I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was cool. I don't like, mind that they killed her off. Like, eh, he tried to get, he tried to get her and... Uh, I just, but, <laughs> just barely but I did it. I don't think they gave him an, uh, enough justice as, as a Spider-Man. I think he was... For that period of time, mm-hmm. especially in that, that time frame, if you're going to look at it as, you know... How the Peter Parker character was, I thought he was on point. Yeah, you know, a bit of a wise ass, had a yeah. chip on his shoulder. You know, where Tobey Maguire was too perfect mm. of, of a good guy, of a good kid, where Maguire was awesome. So I love to see that kind of those three Spider Men together in a film. I think would be awesome. And I'm rooting for Garfield. I want him to just. Kick I think one of them's gonna one of them's gonna die. They're gonna kill one of the Spider-Man. They're, they're gonna yeah. kill off McGuire. They're gonna you think he, so? He's the weakest link. All right, listen, man. He, he's got well. He has like organic webbing. He doesn't even need to make his own like cartridge. He just that's it. Bop, yeah, bop, bop. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, the general consensus has been Tobey Maguire has been the best Peter Parker. Mm. Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man, right, yeah. and then Tom Holland was like the best of both worlds. Yeah, I think because they were able to. Based on the relationship that he had with you know Robert Downey Jr. the Tony Stark character, yeah. that's what really. But I think the Garfield character and the uh, and the Tony Stark character, though the those two together, yeah. I think would have been uh, just genius. Yeah, just both the actors and how he approached being Peter Parker and just you know how Tony Stark is. I just think the back and forth would have been awesome. Where Holland was so much like, oh, it's Tony Stark. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think that. Um the, the Tony Stark Iron Man thing to Spider-Man, was, it did a disservice to Spider-Man yeah. because Spider-Man only needed Uncle Ben. That's it. Yeah. Like, you know, he had Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben passed away, and, you know, he was just going off of the strength of what Uncle Ben told him, like, from the past. Like, yeah. you know, where great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. And just off of that alone, him being a teenager, just remembering that, that, you know, I'm going to do my Spider-Man thing. I'm still going to go to school. The fact that he's learning all these different things from, like, all these other, um, like, superheroes, yeah. I guess it's cool. But to be honest, it's like, it doesn't really feel like a Spider-Man kind of thing. Because I always thought that this dude was like, oh, he's taking care of his own neighborhood alone, just web swinging around. He has, like, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who's always on his back, yeah. like, saying that he's a menace and stuff like that. And he just still just doing his own thing being a smart ass and stuff like that and the fact that he has a yeah he got a suit from tony mm-hmm. that's basically doing everything that he's supposed to do himself yeah uh he, he he's traveling or around the world making other different kind of suits it's like man you you're not doing the spider-man thing bro i remember this guy spider-man yo he was living in an apartment and Bro, he got evicted because he didn't have enough money to yeah. to live in his apartment and kind of stuff. And this this Peter Parker is like, ah, oh, he's never getting evicted. Yeah. He's got Tony Stark money. He he's backed by Tony Stark. He's not going anywhere. And even uh, what was well, now, uh, it's, now it's Pepper's money because it's Tony's Pepper's money. Around. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, what you call it? Uh, 
even Nick Fury said, what's that line? Bitch, you with the space. space. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like, yeah, Peter Parker's, you know, he's never been to space. It's like, you know, he's from, he's from New York, and he take care, he take care of New York City. Yeah. And for him to go out of, like, New York and do some other shit is, like, that's wild to him. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I take care of this. And, you know, I would like to, like, for them to have done that, like, maybe, like, future stuff. Like, uh, have him go outside and maybe join the Avengers later on. But for him to be an Avenger now, I guess it's cool. I mean, with, it, it went along the storylines and, you know... He lost. Now he lost two motherfuckers. He lost Uncle Ben <laughs> and he lost uh, uh, Tony Stark. It's like, damn, bro, that's a lot of pressure for you now, buddy. <laughs> Let me ask you a question now. And, and what do you guys think of the fact that the MCU hasn't addressed mm. Uncle Ben's death? They briefly touched on it, but the other movies—that's part of the origin story yeah. of Spider-Man. But they didn't touch on it this time around. Do you think it helped or it hurt? Is one of those things where do we need to really rehash it? One hundred percent helped. We know so? the story. Everyone knows the story. Every yeah, there's a lot of Everyone. people who are online who are saying like, if I have to see this motherfucker yeah. die one more time, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like with Batman. Like we know yeah, his we get parents. Yeah. Died. We got it. Like, I just think Marvel's like, well, who are we gonna cast to be this guy again? This is gonna be the you know, third Spider-Man, third Uncle Ben. I mean, they got it right with Aunt May because good looking Aunt May. Oh, yeah. Very happy with this. Aunt oh May. yeah, I'll, I'll take this Aunt May down. Uh, and Sally Field back in the day was very attractive, but you know she's not, she's no Marissa Tomei. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, oh, listen. Yeah. I asked the question because I've, I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, they should have touched," but you know what? We've been there, done that. Yeah, that's like even when Justice League, the the original one, mm. when they had, did they really have to go back and show Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot? No, we know that. Already. No, we know the story. Talking about Bruce Wayne, yeah, the parents died, right? Yeah, right. We yeah, get it. Yeah, we know about that. We get it. We saw it. Yeah, <laughs> he's an orphan, instant like that. We got it. No, no parents. He's got a lot of money. Yeah, got a lot of money now. A lot of money. You know, he's, you know, Peter Parker. He's broke. Yeah, he's broke. Cool. <laughs> First two, this Peter Parker, he's got no, nah, he's, he's got he's loaded, money. Man. He's got a satellite. <laughs> he's got satellites. Remember that in uh, what you call it, Far From Home? He has those glasses that are connected right. to this. Oh my God, dude! Even in death, I'm the hero, and that is Tony Stark to a T, man. The name yeah. of the glasses. Even in death, <laughs> I'm the hero. That's just genius, pure genius. Gotta, yeah, gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Oh my God, man. Oh man. All right, so you know, we we just covered Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. uh, video game movie. Um, what what are some memorable, whether good or bad, uh, video game movies that really uh, stand out in your mind in your memory? I'm gonna tell you right now, from what I what I can recall, they've all sucked. All right, and the first one that comes to mind is uh, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Because for me, I mean, good actors. Yeah. John Leguizamo. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. Um, uh, was it Dennis Dustin Hopper? Uh, Den- Dennis Hopper was. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, listen. They made it too real, right? Two plumbers from New York saved the world. They didn't even have the iconic uniform. I mean, it completely killed it for me. I thought it was just... The jump boots. Remember that? Oh, that was so weird, Yeah, the man. jump boots that they oh. only used, like, once or twice. Oh, that just... It, it, it killed it. I'm like, you know what? Those two hours, I'm never getting back again. And I paid to see that in the movie theater. All right, so that was bad. Number two, Street Fighter. Street Fighter, the John, most. John Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. And for me, it breaks my heart because one of my favorite actors, may I rest in peace, Raul mm-hmm. Julia. Yeah. Uh, went out like that, man. Playing, uh, I forgot the name of the. Of the um, bison. Bison. There you go. Yeah, bison. I mean, oh, it was just. I sat there watching that movie going, really, man? I, I think, I think that movie still stands as um, having the most problematic uh, production set of all time. So. 
you had um, they were they were shooting in in Bangkok, mm-hmm. and um, several of the actors basically said like, yeah, we were going into the the town every weekend, fucking like we were just <laughs> yeah. they were like they were like, you know how much a massage is here? Five bucks. Oh, listen, yeah, like that's what we were doing every weekend. So they were doing that. There was all the drugs on set. They said that John Claude Van Damme was high all the time. He was lit. Well, he looked like it with that blonde hair. He looked like he was doing he was, some funky shit. He's trying to. He was trying to bang, or probably did bang Kylie Minogue, Kylie Minogue. while oh they were on God. set. And then you had Raul Julia literally dying, dying. as yeah. they're filming. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. coughing up blood on set. Yeah, and you still. Like as the director, like what do you do in a situation like that? Like, listen, they gave him the check, they gave him the money. Yeah. He's got, he's got to fulfill it. So I guess he figured, you know what? Take shit, throw it up against the wall. Something's gonna stick. And unfortunately, <laughs> it stunk. And that shit. casting, man. We need someone to play the all-American leader of this group. Let's pick the guy from Brussels. Yeah. <laughs> With the American flag right there yeah. on his shoulder. Yeah, we're gonna go kick uh, his I mean, ass. But who could you've gotten? Like if. If uh, Kurt Russell, wanted, like at the time, oh, okay, yeah, be. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, damn, yeah. I mean, for, in that in that uh, time frame, I mean, there was plenty. Yeah, Kurt Dude, Russell, he Val was Kilmer he was in his prime. In, yeah. Like physically, he was yeah. in his prime during that time. You could have got an American Ninja to to play. Uh, nah, he's a little. Dude, too he was. Remember uh, when Kurt Russell did the. Um, didn't he do like a Universal Soldier like prequel yeah, or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, he looked like the like uh, Colonel Guile in that movie. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. Who who would you have to play Bison if it wasn't Raul Julia? <sighs> that time. Um. You know what? Who played Ivan Draco? Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. I would. He's go- tall enough. I would go more sinister, and mm. this is a guy that's done uh, done a lot of bad guys. Uh, the guy who played Hans Gruber in Die Hard, uh, okay, Rock. Yeah, think he would have been good as Bison because he just has that persona. About, I mean, listen, Bison in the video game is a big guy. They didn't make him a big guy in, in this adaptation, so mm. you don't have to make him a big guy. Yeah, but I think he would have been perfect for that role. Okay. All right. What about you, Pat? What what video game movies like stand out, whether good or bad? Uh, video game movies that stand out to me. Um, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed didn't really like the movie. Loved the game, didn't really like the movie. Um, I liked the whole like uh, when the, when the movie came out, they had a lot of things that were going for it, like uh, advertisement, the marketing for it, top notch. They had that guy jump from a uh, a plane. And he did the little, you know, the Assassin's Creed oh, dive yeah. into like a net. Free fall, no parachute. He did that, and I was like, "Okay, cool, that's dope." Yeah, I watched the movie. Eh, that's so <laughs> it fell short. It's like he missed. <laughs> it's like he missed, man. Because uh, I saw that, and I was like, "Man, uh, why did why did I watch it?" I, I knew that I was getting into something that was going to be bad. You know, Fastbender was in the movie, and I thought that yo, maybe it's going to be a little something. Like a little something extra in there. I mean, he did a great job as Magneto in the X-Men Yeah, he film, did. So you, you no, think he that definitely would kind of did, yeah. Him, but, but nah, it was really bad. Uh, that movie, uh, what's another one? Resident Evil. The first one was, if they would have just left that at one, I'd have been fine. But then I don't know how many movies there was, like seven, eight? I think they're past that. Let me see. Whatever, whatever happened to those other movies, I, I, I didn't even watch past two. But all I know, they just got really outlandish. Mm-hmm. 
when they got past two. Uh, I mean, and something about a movie series when they start adding uh, like hip hop stars <laughs> or like reggaeton artists, I'm like, it's mm. a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's like, mm. <laughs> go back to Fast and Furious. Yeah. They start adding like uh, hip hop or reggaeton stars or anything like that. I'm like, nah, I don't know, man. I mean, you had, you had Don Omar in uh, Fast Five. I don't yeah. know what that character was about, but you know. Oh, no, it was only six. It was only six movies. It's yo, know, it felt like they had like, like ten of them. Yeah, it felt like thirteen. Well, because <laughs> that one, that one director, he does nothing but those those movie those video game movies. He came out with another one that he was did recently. Mortal Kombat. The same guy that did the Resident Evil movies directed did the original, the original Mortal wow. Kombat. Yeah. He also did Monster Hunter, the, the one that just came out, yes. with his uh, wife, yes. um, uh, what's that, Mila yeah. Yukovich. Yeah. Those two, those dyna- that, that dynamic two, they're trouble when it comes <laughs> for like when you're trying to make a movie, a video game movie. If they're signed on to it, it's going to be a bad movie. But, you know, I'm going to say this. Mortal Kombat, when it came out, when I watched it in theaters for the first time, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. The fact that it started off loud with the Mortal Kombat. Never heard that song in my life. But that song plays every time I think about Mortal Kombat. That Mortal Kombat. It's like, yeah, I'm hype. I'm fucking hype. And if they do that in this movie, when I watch it from the comfort of my own home, because I'm not <laughs> watching it in theaters, you know what? I might. Because I regretted watching uh, Godzilla versus Kong at my house. I think that movie should have been... Respected and watched in theaters because it was like fucking big. Yeah. Everything was big, but if they start that movie off with that song, it's ar- it's already got like uh, it's got points. It's got cool points. I think it. they should, from a, a nostalgic point of view, they yeah. definitely should start it with that song, and, would, and it's going to get everybody hyped for it. So. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to the theaters, my man, because if I go, I got to bring <laughs> two two big guys with yeah. me. <laughs> Not enough money in the world, man. <laughs> they don't stop eating, man. Now, I will say one video game movie that I felt was true mm-hmm. and I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. was uh, was Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and I, I'm gonna get killed for because a lot of people didn't like it, but when they first came out with that trailer, and I, I can't even identify what Sonic looked like—some sort of off-the-wall animal, like yeah. I, I actually called him a blue chupacabra. I'm like, I can't yeah, figure out what They try to humanize him. You can't do that. Go keep it to what it's a video game. Keep it there. And they did a great job with that in, in the movie. I'm looking forward to it. I, do a sequel. I, I did give them a lot of credit for listening to their fans. Mm-hmm. When they heard the uproar of like, oh, my God, it looks terrible. Like, change that. We heard you. We're going to go back. Mm-hmm. We're going to go fix Wait, it. So you, you, you agree with, like, listening to fans? Like, you uh, to the, <coughs> like... Um, when, when when it comes to like stuff like that, because I don't know, I, man. I think I think towards <laughs> certain things, okay. towards towards certain things. Um, I, I don't want to get into the whole Justice League, you know, the fan base like being as toxic as they were. Justice League is a fans' wet dream, bro. Yeah, yeah. Jack Zack Snyder's everything. But, Slow motions, we got looks, everything. But when but people did, I think, have a justified reason as to why they hated. How Sonic looked It really was bad It was bad It was, no, it was really, really it, it, Honestly It was kind of freaky It was really I bad. could see a lot of kids Having nightmares After mm-hmm. seeing that I mean my, my At that time he was 15 My 17 mm-hmm. year old I hear him screaming What are they doing <laughs> What are, Dad you gotta see this It's like They, they got they, They're gonna fix this Right I'm like Listen bro I, I don't have the The connections Or the powers To make this happen But when you started To read online Fans lost their shit Yeah And, and you know what's crazy Is that like Okay they, they lost their shit Over that no one complained about Jim Carrey 
being a skinny dude, playing yeah. Doctor Robotnik. They were just mad about Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. So at like in that particular moment, yes, they they should have listened, and mm. they did. Yeah. And they changed it. Did, did they do anything with Jim Carrey? No, they leave them alone because it's fucking Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey yeah. bro. The name. If it was some other slob off the street, yeah. they would have tore that son of a bitch apart <laughs> like, too. Yeah, but like it was like, yo, it's Jim Carrey. You leave him alone. Yeah. You know he's gonna be great. Yeah, and he was. And he was. He was. He awesome. was yeah, he was great. He was so, fantastic. Man. I think in, in moments like that, I think it's it's justifiable. Yeah, they listened and it worked out. It worked out. We, the movie was more bearable. Yeah, you know, because they 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 stuck true to it. I think uh, the Pokemon movie was the Detective Pikachu wasn't that bad. No, you didn't, you didn't like it. I walk out no. right now. I, I, yeah, was it the Ryan Reynolds? Is that the thing they I did like, it for no, you? I like Ryan Reynolds. It was just, it, I don't know, man. I I just didn't dig it. I just it, um, it draw. And my my sons and I battle over it. It was a great movie. No. Listen, great, and that movie are two words I will not put in the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I sat through it. I'm like, what did what did it lose you? Where like. I mean, I'm not listen, I'm not a big Pokemon guy to begin with, so mm. I just and I'll watch any type of movie, yeah. good, bad, or ugly. I don't care. I'll sit through it and I'll watch it and I'll critique the hell out of it and I'll watch it again just for the hell of it because yeah. maybe there's something that I missed. I did watch it again. And I just I don't know. It, just, it rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know what it is about that movie. It just really just pissed me off. Made me angry. <laughs> I don't know, man. When I think about a Pokemon, uh, that uh, Detective Pikachu. I think of uh, other movies that use that same kind of thing, like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Because it was like it was a, a mixture of real world meet animation kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I can kind of see where you where you don't like that movie just based off of the whole fact that um, I just, I don't it's just I, like I, for me I I felt like it didn't educate me enough. On the about Pokemon? the whole Pokemon thing. Oh. That's where it was. As somebody that you know yeah. doesn't know about it, like, you know, educate me a little bit about why they fight and why they do all the things yeah, they do. I, yeah, yeah, I don't think, think the movie do was... Yeah, it wasn't meant for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Roger Rabbit, I, yeah. let me ask you guys a question. Mm. The new Space Jam. Yeah. Oof. What's your opinion on that? Uh, I, I Nice now. Did you see the old one? Yes, I saw the old one. I saw the old one. I saw the old one. And uh, what did I say last time when we were talking about that? The lighting on LeBron James is amazing. But you can tell that it was like he's not shooting. They're not shooting in a location. Everything is green screen. Yeah. So the lights going to just stay the same. And that's why I was like, ah, oh, it's a little off because like like if I if I walk over to that corner that where, where the Batman statue is at, my light's going to be a little like gonna be dark on this side. It's gonna be a little bit light on that side. But everything on LeBron James even. is like even. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> it just looks what, off. What I would. So I mentioned this in the last podcast. Uh, no, we. I didn't mention this in the last podcast. I think you and I were just having a regular conversation. Mm. I was saying that the the trailer for this new Space Jam looks like Ready Player One. Actually, yeah, yeah. Because they brought in the Iron Giant, yes. bringing in all these references, and I'm like, isn't that Ready Player One? Didn't they do the same thing? They brought in all these outside yeah. references that have nothing to do with Warner Brothers, and like they just threw them in they there. They have a and- whole bunch. I mean, they have uh, from what I read, characters from Clockwork Orange. I saw yeah. um, the Flintstones are in there, Yogi Bear. Which okay, I get it. That that for me is bringing in that whole Roger Rabbit feel, mm-hmm. where you had you know Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny yeah. together on screen, or Daffy Duck and Donald Duck you know, yeah. on screen. So I think it's kind of cool that they're doing that, but let's keep it to the story. Yeah, you know, like we're gonna we want to. And what I like also is the fact that 
they're making Bugs Bunny and the characters not cartoonish, yeah. but what they would look like in real life. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of cool, man. I think it's going to be a... Uh, it's gonna be a fun movie. And yeah, and it seems no, like take the thinking cap off and just go in and yeah. have a good No, the, the premise of it is like I'm I'm all for it. Like the whole thing about, you know, he goes into this cyber world and then uh they say, Oh yeah, um, we want you here. We 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 wanna keep you here, but if you wanna get out, in order for you to get out, you have to beat us in the game of basketball. You gotta beat us in Space Jam. It also looks so, like he's trying to save his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. He's trying to save his son. Yeah. And in order for him to save his son, he tried to get his team. That's where you see Iron Giant. That he wanted the Iron Giant to be the center. And he started getting all these different kind of players. Yeah. And like, nah, man, you're not gonna do that. We're gonna take you down to the D League. And the Looney Tunes are they're they're the trash because nobody knows them anymore, right? I love that whole yeah. aspect because it's like Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> so they they didn't have that kind of praise that they had when the when you know when the Jordan movie came out. The Looney Tunes were like, okay, well, I oh, it's the same. It was common, kind of the same premise. Well, they went to get him. They yeah, they needed him to, his help. Yeah, they, they went that's up to Earth to get him yeah. and bring him down. So that that's why it's a different premise. Where now they're taking his and Don Cheadle. I think is going to be on. I love Don yeah. Cheadle. He's yeah. a great actor. I think he's going to be great. Do as you film. think him as uh, Rhodes was uh, a nice pick? Other than um, oh, Terrence it? Howard, yeah, Terrence Howard. I would have liked to seen Terrence Howard in the um, in the costume, like in the suit, yeah, as War Machine. I think he would have been pretty dope. But the dynamic between him and Robert Downey Jr. Jr.'s character, I don't think it would have flown as well as Don Cheadle. Yeah, because for some reason, and I like I love Terrence Howard as an actor. I think he's a badass. But when you have one badass and a second badass, yeah. They're going to try to out badass each other. I think you would have seen that on screen, which would have took away from the storyline of, mm. of the two of those guys. So I think Don Cheadle was a great replacement. Yeah. But I'm sure you've read the stories where Terrence Howard was a little bitter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not a little. He was pissed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's pissed at Robert Downey Jr. Because yeah. Because when I remember, he was cast first. Yeah. In Iron Man was Terrence Howard. He was the one that pushed for Robert Downey Jr. And also, he got the biggest pay yeah. of all the actors. So, I mean, listen, man, you got paid. Yeah, I would just like to have seen them in uh, part three because there was a lot of uh, Tony Starks and Rhodes in part three. It had that lethal weapon feel Mm -hmm. because the same director of uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was the same director who did part three, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, Yeah, so it had that same kind of... uh, I I think Shane Black, when it comes to like uh, just... A two a two guy team just going you know just going at like uh, fortress or something it has that little like tango and cash yeah. lethal weapon kind of feel to it so I would like to have seen Terrence Howard and uh, Robert Downey Jr. in that part three because there was a lot of cool cool points that it was like eh, I mean in another world in another uh, well listen if they're bringing line. in this multiverse yo throw Terrence Howard in. In the War Machine, go for it. You know, go for broke. Yeah. I would really like to see that. And you know what? I thought War Machine should have been in Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just trying to throw in all the military people in Avengers in one movie. He had his cameo in the first I think it's pretty evident they're going to go for a second season. Yeah. Yeah. They should throw in all the military people in there, man. I should want to see some... uh, Well, I'm surprised they don't have uh, William Hurt coming in as as Ross. General Ross. I thought he would definitely be a good fit in there because, once again, it's that whole military thing. Yeah. I want to see his reaction to to the blip because, remember, he's the one that wanted Captain America put in jail. He put the cords and everything. Yeah. 
he kind of, he was the one that spearheaded that. So I want to see his reaction. Mm. So that's the other thing that kind of annoyed me about Endgame is, you know, Tony Stark's funeral. You see, as they they're panning by all the characters and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's going on in, in their heads? What's What's their feeling? Hopefully, that's what they're going to address yeah. when they start doing these uh, these upcoming films. They're going to go into the whole blip situation and how it really affected yeah. everybody. You know what's crazy about the whole blip? Like, if you got blipped, like, if you were in the middle of, like, fighting and you're tired, you come back tired, right? And then you go into another battle. Like, oh, we're back at it, but we got to go to this other place. So you come back and you're like, what the fuck is going on? There's more <laughs> war. This guy's still here? He got all the stones now? What the hell's going on? So you're like... Oh man, it's it's like there's not a second to catch your breath. You you're gone. You come back. You see this guy doing this little circle thing, just walk through, and you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" You hear Captain America says, uh, "Avengers, assemble. Avengers assemble," and you're like, "What did he say?" What? And he just they pushing you <laughs> Wait, through. So I'm not an Avengers. What the hell? Yeah. How did I get thrown into this, man? That would, be, that would actually be a great script. Yeah, because like, like you see that one guy out of breath, like, "What's happening?" <laughs> Give me a second. What? Okay, what? Because. When he said a symbol, he said it quietly. So he's like, Avengers, a symbol. And you're like, what? What did he say? And he sees people just pushing you. Like, what? 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 <laughs> give me a gun. Give me a gun. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. <laughs> Who's the enemy? The people are trying to kill you. All right. Bet. <laughs> like, oh, man. What a day. Like, bro, you've been gone for five years, dog. <laughs> you've been gone for a long time. What do you mean? Yeah, you've been gone. Uh, your car's gone, your house gone, <laughs> everything's gone. So, oh, man. But my bank account is still good. Nah, bro, you, since you were signed up to all these streaming services, <laughs> they kept on charging you. Charge you. So you, owe them money. <laughs> you owe them money. Oh, by the way, and even though we got somebody else in your apartment, you sold me rent. You sold, you sold oh me rent, man. Oh, my God. Like, bro, I should have just been blipped. <laughs> Come back, car got repoed. Oh, listen, but everything's I got blipped. gone. Nothing, nowhere in the contract does it state if you get blipped. You, <laughs> you got to pay. Everything is gone. Oh, my God. I would bro. like to see, like, little side stories from people, like, where were you when you got blipped? Well, listen, I was sitting on the bowl, and... Oh, my God. That would be a, a funny-ass short to just do. Just a whole bunch man. of people just <laughs> just sitting down, like an interview kind of thing. So, yeah, so um, I was asking out this girl, and uh, I didn't get her answer. And next thing you know, I came back, and I was just in the middle of nowhere. And uh, she was gone. I tried to talk to her. She uh, she found love somewhere else. <laughs> she said that she would have said yes to me. So... Uh, that's my life. <laughs> See, my luck would be I'm sitting there, play lotto. The last oh. number comes up. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I had the lotto numbers. I hit. Because <laughs> you have, like, what? How many days to turn that ticket in? Like, what? Like, 30 days or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, oh, that, that's heart-wrenching. Done, man. That's it, man. You are done. <laughs> Those numbers hit. <laughs> Done. Forget it. Forget it. Oh, my God. So, man. if you guys had the opportunity to create your own video game movie, yeah. what video game would you pick? What would be the premise? Who would star in it? Um, my thing was, um, so back in nine, what year was this? This game was from 1999, uh, Crazy Taxi. Um, every time I went to... Places like this, like Extreme Action Park or places like uh, Dave & Buster's or, or um, Gameworks, I would always play this game where it's basically you're a taxi driver and you're driving around the city. Usually it took place in San Francisco because it's like perfect, like this downhill uh, type of arena. And then you got to pick up a, a passenger and drive them to their location um, under a certain time limit. But you have like full access to like 
drive off of rooftops and do crazy turns and like mm-hmm. do all the and like no real damage happens to your car but like i would love to see a movie based off of that where kind of like in the premise of speed like maybe there's a bomb on the taxi so you just got to keep the taxi mm-hmm. going you got to constantly get fares constantly get fares yeah and like he's just driving driving around san francisco and like those hills are either gonna help or they're gonna be the biggest obstacle ever and i would love to see like that like fun action like 90s action mixed with like 90s humor and um as far as like starring i think i would i would still put keanu reeves in it just for like now keanu reeves yeah now keanu reeves yeah okay for uh, nostalgic reasons Mm -hmm. i could see that why wasn't he in speed too he didn't want to do it Okay, he's one. He's he's, he's, <laughs> he's one of those actors, which you know. I mean, outside of the Matrix, but mm-hmm. you know, Matrix was money. Yeah, and listen, the best thing for him was not doing a sequel to Speed because that movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was Speed Two. Yeah, it takes place on a boat. It takes place on a boat, which is like you don't think of Speed when you think of cruise control. You just think of like hey, I'm going 45, 50, maybe. Listen, it had, it had Will Defoe as which I like him as a villain. Yeah, but. He was in, in in a tub with leeches, man. I mean, that that's not a that's not a guy you want to say. That's my villain. That's you know, you well, got a sick guy, man. Yeah, he was a sick dude on a cruise yeah, ship. I think that came out around the same time as a uh, 007, right? Remember, 007 had a guy who was dying, the guy who who got shot in the head, mm. and he was close to dying. I think everybody was on that premise of like, oh man, wow, we have to make a villain who's about to die. That's why he wants to kill the world. Mm-hmm. So when Speed came out, they were like, yeah. So he he does the leeches thing. That's the only thing that's keeping him alive. Like, mm. Not all villains have to die, man. <laughs> Not all of them have to be like, oh, you know what? I want to kill the world because I'm dying myself. That's... It's not a good... It's not a good look. But, I mean, Hollywood, they all think... They all think alike, man. They're all... Yeah. Like, ooh, this worked here, so it's got to work over here, too. Oh. So what's your movie that you're going... That you're going... All with? right, guys... I have found this generation's Indiana Jones. Mm. And take it back to the 80s. Okay. Tari. Pitfall. Pitfall Harry. But in today's time... Oh, he had a name? Yeah, man. Pitfall Harry. Pitfall Harry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. The actor to play him, um, I would get the guy that played uh, Quicksilver in um, the X-Men movies. And uh, he was on... I forget, okay. I forget his name. He was in WandaVision. Yeah, he was in WandaVision. I think he'd be great. But the premise I would do it is basically this guy is like a YouTube star. Okay. Because the premise of the game is you have a certain amount of time to find treasures. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he swings over uh, lakes and you got the alley, you got to hop on the alligator's heads. I would set this up as he's just like a YouTube guy. And the villain, whoever the villain may be, um, maybe do like a Liam Neeson as a villain, an eccentric millionaire mm-hmm. that wants to challenge him to find his missing items throughout the world. And he has a certain amount of time to do it. So something like that where it's more, you know, engaging in today's time. And he's a social media star and he thinks he's, you know, he's like one of those parkour guys. And, yeah, I can go and do this and make him like the okay. new Indiana Jones of this generation. Hollywood, work on it. Let's get it going. Sammy H. I would like to see that, especially with the YouTube thing. Because I can see him like uh, doing like a selfie saying, that, yo, smash that like button. Yeah. <laughs> What's my next challenge, guys? What's my next challenge? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's like a, a treasure hunter, if you will. And he's trying to, and he's finding all these things that people talk about. And he's taking us on the adventure with them in the journey. Mm. All right. I like that. Uh, my movie would be the Halo 
movies. And what it would be is like, uh, remember uh, that what's that movie, Dread, that just came out like mm-hmm. three years ago, four years yeah. ago? It would basically be that premise. Like, uh, Master Chief will just be, play like, uh, not a training, but he'll be like something that we'll, we'll be focused on him, but it's more on his partner. Okay. Like his partner is like uh, somebody who's just going with him, who's just basically like just uh, uh, an army soldier who just ends up just falling with Master Chief. And now they're both having to go to uh, this area and he doesn't know what the fuck to do because it's like he's fresh, doesn't know what the fuck is going on. But he's just following Master Chief because Master Chief is like, stay with me and I'll keep you alive kind of thing. So you're seeing, like, Master Chief going, doing his whole thing that's pretty much what you do in the video game. Like, you're going at these all these different guys, and all you're doing is just fighting these grunts, the, the, the little guys just fighting all these grunts and shit like that. And you see Master Chief work. Like, you see him doing all his, like, <laughs> grab the sword, stabbing people and stuff like that, and you're seeing the big boss. So pretty much just like uh, Dread, but... A Halo version of it. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty much. Uh, who to play Master Chief? It could pretty much be anybody with a voice because it's just the voiceover. Is there it a would, voice in particular that you think would match his best? I want to say Vin Diesel because I think the name is fresh in my mind. And his his grizz, his little like gravelly voice that he has mm-hmm. when he was in uh, Pitch Black, I think that works well for Master Chief. And who should be the the what the cadet or whatever? How Man, young is the cadet? <clears throat> I don't know. Let's say twenty. Yeah. Right. Twenty years old. He was already uh, in the military for like eighteen years. He's a. Uh, oh, let's make him. Let's make him uh, ODST. So that means that he does have some type of uh, bravery to him because you know he drops from fucking spaceships into the middle of nowhere and shit like that and he just you know just shoots him up so would Joseph Gordon-Levitt be too old? yeah yeah man he looks like 30 something right? yeah who's I don't want to get like these who, you know what damn I don't even know these young kids bro I don't know these young <laughs> actors man because every time I look at them I'm like nah man you too young you look 12 bro <laughs> <laughs> you look 12 man uh damn I don't know who can actually be the other guy. You know, I can see um, in Cobra Kai, the kid that plays Robbie. Okay, yeah. I can see him being a good fit because, you know, he's young. Yeah. And, I mean, the the moves that he does in in Cobra Kai, I mean, I've seen the the behind-the-scenes stuff, and these guys are really going at it. Yeah. I mean, I think he'd be a good fit for that. Yeah, that would be a nice fit. Absolutely. Yeah, just having him just go, yeah, man, I can see it. And then at the end, you know, like, he learns certain things from Master Chief and shit like that. So you think you start to see him just, like, do his own shit. I would like to see something like that. Yeah. Some cool stuff. <clears throat> see, and as we sit here and talk about this, there's some guy out there going, all right, well, I know what I'm doing the next couple of years. And- <laughs> oh, man. But, yo, Eric, it's been a pleasure, bro. Uh, guys, the pleasure's all mine. You know, this is awesome. Anytime you want to have me back talking about this oh, stuff, hell yeah. uh, listen. I eat this stuff, man. I'm down for this. How can the viewers and the listeners uh, look you up and look up Decora Lights online? Uh, you can find us at decoralightstore.com. Uh, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can email me at booyae.decoralights at gmail.com. And like I said, challenge us. Anything you guys have that you want to see light up, 
Let us know. We'll do it for you. You guys are on social media. Like, if uh, they want to look you up on Instagram. Yes, on Instagram, it's the Coralite Store. Um, We're on TikTok. Uh, It's the Coralite Store on TikTok as well. I started uh, basically taking some pictures of our stuff. No one wants to see this face on TikTok. So just taking (laughs) some of our stuff and putting it on there, and people are getting some good responses to it. They're liking it. Um, We're working with a couple of TikTok influencers as well, which I'm very excited about. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun, guys, and I appreciate being here. It's great. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so, yo, that's been our episode. Yo, we've been us. Oh, no, no, that's not how we do it. Yo, I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us, and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace. <laughs>